Hello and welcome to another episode of Theories and Thoughts Podcast with your hostess Anya and Fancy. My dad on lash still up. Anywho, hey y'all, hey. <laughs> Who's in the house? Who, who, who we have so far that then came in? Knock, knock. Who, who's in the house? Hey, y'all. What y'all got going on? <laughs> um, what? I'm still like, I actually had my title and then um, I did something. I don't know. Hey, David. Looks like hey, from New York. I see New York. It. Hey. This lash would not let me be great tonight. Okay, I was trying to get my um the link posted. Hi, Fidel. Looks like it. Where are you from? Where are you from, Fidel? Okay, this is just going to be how it's going to be tonight. Okay, so why y'all telling us where y'all from? The theory or thought question for tonight is, what did you think about the Super Bowl? What did you think about halftime? So, hey, Salika. So... I seen a bunch of posts. Oh, Fidel said Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Salika said Mississippi. So Mississippi. Shout out to Mississippi. Hey, Monique. Where you from? Excuse me. So listen, I seen posts and people were like, the young kid, the younger, the 18 to 24. I seen this girl post the 18 to 24. Um it wasn't long enough, Salika. It wasn't. Salika said it wasn't long enough. Um, she said that the 18 to 24 folks were like, oh, yeah, my family know these people or something like that. Uh, I um, Louisiana. Huh? I don't get what you mean. Her family know these people. The 18 to 24 folks that mm-hmm. was watching the halftime, they were like, oh, my family know these folks. Like, I've seen my parents watch this. The 24 oh. to 34 people, they were saying um, that they were saying, um, what did I say? They, I think she said that they were saying, um, oh, yeah, I know that, that I know that song about spaghetti. And the 34 to 4, um, 40 people were saying, like, they just put it in categories. And I said, I went on her post. I said, no, the 24 to 34 people were probably saying, <laughs> Oh, who them people with Kendrick Lamar? Because <laughs> you know, Kendrick Lamar is not as old, but everybody kept talking about it, how old it was. Everybody was old or whatever. It wasn't long at all to me. I enjoyed it. Um, I was on my date. So we were in the restaurant and I'm like, ah! <laughs> I ain't no telling what he think about me now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, she be wild over me. But you know, I was like, and then we're 50. I was like, 50? And then when I see Anderson Peck, I say, Anderson Peck. And then the chick, um, the chick that was right behind us, she was like, is that Anderson Peck? I was like, yes, girl, that's Anderson Peck. I didn't even know they, that they uh, performed. Oh, okay. No, so, he, he, was on, he was just on the um the piano or something. Oh, okay. Because I only saw like the online clips, of course. I, I It didn't even cross my mind to watch. I was so busy this weekend. But um, but when I saw like uh, when they did the uh, maybe this may have been the intro because I saw Dr. Dre on the piano and then when they uh, did like the crip walk and everything, it was okay. So that, that made me um, that was when that was towards the end. 
Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that really made me kind of regret that I didn't watch it, though, because it was like a whole vibe just watching them do that. So I was like, okay, so it's like I did miss something. And then I did, um, my boyfriend sent me a clip of Mary J when she was performing, and I liked it. So it looked like it was good. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. It's on YouTube. And yes, Mary Mary did, the, did a beautiful job. So before the Super Bowl, Mary Mary and them sung um, Lift Their Voice and Sing. And uh, somebody was like, okay, NFL, what you, what you was trying to send? What what message were you trying to send? They had a lot of blackness going on. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of blackness going on. I was here for it. I was here for it. And he and I stayed until the halftime because he um he had to go to work. So that was that. So I guess um, we could go into what we did this weekend. So how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, it was really busy because Dylan made 18 on Sunday. So, um, like, I had to go to Mississippi and pick up kids. Or, no, I didn't go to Mississippi. I had to drop them back off. But um, they ended up doing whatever they were going to do for the weekend. But at the same time, me and my boyfriend celebrated Valentine's Day because he was like, it'd be busy on Valentine's Day, like, trying to go out to eat. So, we actually went to um, Top Golf, and that was my first time going. And I really enjoyed it. And I actually am pretty good at golf. So, I'm kind of excited because... I don't ever seem to like catch on to any type of sport, but I was I did well with it and I actually beat him twice. And but um before we actually like while we were in there waiting, I brought um these relationships cards that I had, the ones I had mentioned on this during the other show. Right. And so um we asked each other, like we played the the card game while we waited and we had to wait for quite some time. So it was really good. Like we did, we had a lot of open communication. So it was really good. That is dope. I forgot my relationship card games. And I told him, I was like, dang, I forgot the cards. I went to do them. So um, Saturday, I went to work and Quinta, Quinta Vance, that is one of our followers. She got married on Saturday. So I heard up and got off work and ran to her wedding. It was nice. It was beautiful. She looked absolutely amazing. She looked absolutely amazing. Um... Sunday, I hosted, I co-hosted a um, sipping, a painting and sipping pit pretty mm -hmm. um, thing. So that was really fun. That was like a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, we danced, we sung the songs, we had contests, we did the um, the TikTok. Where the Beyonce, give me some. And yeah. We did that. Oh my God. Y'all don't understand. I be wanting to do TikToks and Chloe be acting like I'm too old. I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her. She's going to start doing TikToks with me. That's why I ain't getting no TikTok because I'm going to always want to do stuff and she's not going to want to participate. Well, you can do it by yourself. I mean, because you can still, or heck, you can recruit people to find to do TikToks. I'm going to say, I need somebody. Try, look, I need, I need a kid. A, a child. So here's the thing: I have to do it with somebody because they know how to do the stuff, and I gotta learn from them, and I gotta be in the background because I don't, you know, oh I don't know <laughs> how you gonna wanna do it now. And then Tyler, you gonna be in the background, but I know, I've only done a few with my girls, and um, yeah, I did have to learn from them, and it did take me some time. And my mom had even learned one of them with us, and she was like, "How I catch you before? How I catch you before you? Do y'all do TikToks?" Do, tell us in the comments. Do y'all do TikTok? Let me tell y'all, I've been wanting to. I use like 
I could, I, you know, I said I need to start working back out more. Because if I work out more, then I can start doing, you know, I can do the stuff. I need some kids. I need me a child. But see, here's the problem. If I have a kid right now, they're not going to be in the TikTok generation to teach me the stuff. It's going to be something else then. And I'm going to be too old. Yeah. Monique said her daughter wants to do it all the time. I want to do it, sure. <laughs> so we did that. Oh, the um, I post the pictures. I'm gonna post them on my lady CEO page. We will be having another event in April, but they are on my RNCM Davis page. The food was incredible. Um, I, I love chocolate covered strawberries. Like I absolutely love chocolate covered strawberries. So I ordered me some, and I just bought them there. So I ain't eat them up by myself. <laughs> So that was that. And I mean, it was fun. So then I headed home, rushed home, got dressed and went on a date with Kalik. And it was good. Like, I really enjoyed myself. He is a really good gentleman. Shout out to him. He said he was going to be watching tonight. Um, he was on last week. Um, look at me just blushing. Up. <laughs> It was fun. It was nice. It was nice. We were supposed to do Concrete Cowboy, but those people were talking about 350, 350 minimum. I was like, oh, no. So we went to another place that's in the same thing. It's right across the street from the star um, where the Cowboys practice, this practice facility in Frisco. And he wanted to go. So we're going to have to go back so he can go and experience Concrete Cowboy. But they were tripping on that night. They even ID'd us. I'm like... Uh, but what is Concrete Cowboy for those of us who don't know? It's a restaurant. Oh, I mean, well, three fifty what? Three fifty minimum. Like you had to spend three fifty. Oh, look! Obviously, this is new, <laughs> new to me. I've never heard of such. Okay, you never heard of a minimum at a no. bar? No. Yeah, they would tell you like, okay, so sometimes I go to comedy shows. You have to have a you have to have a two item minimum. They'll do like a two item minimum. So even though you pay for your ticket, you still have to order at least two items. So I might order a drink and some food because I eat everywhere I go. I don't know why. I'm a foodie. So I like the snack while I'm watching whatever. Yeah, that's understandable. But those minimums, that's <laughs> I'm like, OK, that's that's totally new to me. But OK, learn something yeah. new every day. Yeah, there's different different places have a minimum. minimum. They'll say different things. Oh, that go quality. Clearly, he said 500 meter minimum in the inside, 350 minimum on the patio outside. I was like, come on, baby. <laughs> like, I come on, let's go. I see Monique said, oh, wow. So maybe I'm not the only person. Yeah, we said, wow. Wow. We both were just like, uh, we both looked at each other like, uh, let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> it was fun. It was good. Got to know each other. I forgot my cards, though. So um, next time we go on the next date, which because there will be a next date. Um, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking of that, Jay Kendrick, because I think the club I used to work at, I think they had a two drink minimum, but that's the only minimum I've ever heard of. So, and you well, know, yeah. girl, places have minimums like the improv, they have a minimum, like you have to buy, I think it's like a two item minimum mm -hmm. or something like that. It's not two drinks, I don't think it's two drinks because I've gotten food as one of my items, okay. What did Jake Henry say? You, you're not about to sip it here. <laughs> so, right. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, okay. So that was my weekend on um, Valentine's Day. I just kind of sat at the house. I bought myself two purses. Two purses. Okay. 
because um, although I'm dating, I'm still single. <laughs> but I did ask him to be my Valentine. He bust out laughing at me. So get him fancy from laughing at me. Laughed in my face <laughs> on that phone. Talking about, babe, you know the last time somebody asked me to be your Valentine, be my Valentine's what he said? You all should have seen her. They have to show, especially with Mary. <laughs> yeah, she said um, she didn't know how you uh, took it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, look, you just said that. Look, I told him this is this is what you <laughs> I told him we got he's a Cowboys fan too. And I um he's a Cowboys fan too. And I told him we gotta go to a game. He was like, I'm gonna act up at the game. I was like, cool, me too. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, our weekends were a blast. Again, shout out, congratulations to Quinta. LaQuinta, she's actually one of our um followers. And um, I'm surprised she ain't know she probably still on her honeymoon, honey. Um, but shout out to her. I had a good time at her wedding. Um, so yeah. Um, and so Super Bowl was one of our was one of our news topics. The second one was Coach Sandy Sandy Carter. And there's all this controversy about her, what she wore. And men was like, is it appropriate? Is this and third? It's so funny that men were saying that. That men were saying that. And here's my take on it. It's just like the teacher who had on a pencil skirt that that has on a pencil skirt that always floating oh, her yeah. yeah, I remember that. And people say, is it inappropriate? Where's she going to put her curves? Sick of y'all. Let me tell you something. People used to talk about what I wore to church. I used to, I can, I have empathy for sis. Because people be like, oh, well, this, that, that. And I'm like, baby, where you want me to put this ass? Wait, where you want me to put it? <laughs> I can't put it in my pocket. Sorry, can't put it in my pocket. I'm not going to be, and I tell people this all the time, I am not about to wear baggy clothes for your comfort. I can't do it. I'm not going to be um, uncomfortable, baggy clothes. I, I like to feel sexy too. And I don't think that her clothes were too sexy. I think that she just got curves. Sis is fine. She's yeah. fine. fine. <laughs> and if oh, if women, it was like all the women were like, oh, she, I like that outfit. Oh, this, that, a third. Speaking of Mary outfit, I hit my my designer up. It was like, baby, I need to figure out where I'm gonna wear that, and I need that outfit. I need that. <laughs> so don't be surprised if for my birthday, not the boost though. Don't be surprised for my birthday, <laughs> But back to Sandy. Um, your thoughts? Um, I really like the outfit. I thought it was cute, and I totally agree. Um, it seems crazy that you know. I I even saw somebody say something about like I thought you couldn't wear heels on the court, and I I really oh, wasn't even looking at that too hard, you know. But that just goes to show how people will, you know, be judgmental. So, <laughs> baby, and she was she's very pretty. She looks pretty even in her sweats. They had a picture. I've seen a picture of her with her sweats on, and a picture with just different outfits. Sis be wearing it. And I feel like she should be able to be fashionable. Agreed. So. Alrighty. We are about to transition into our guests. But first, we will run our this beautiful bean footage. <laughs> our
want to kill. Like, okay, well, why are you here with me? You know? Right. <laughs> like, they we do need men. You know, and I had a chance to just talk talk to her and tell her. And she was like, well, you do it all this and third. And I say, I have to. <laughs> Drop the mister. Just call me Rick. Hey, Rick. Okay. Hey, girl. I don't need nothing else. You don't need to work on that. Maybe this right here. <laughs> you know you Because it's so fancy. What the? <laughs> well, thank y'all for joining us for this episode of Theories and Thoughts Deep Dive. As a reminder, hey, hey girl. As a reminder, the um, Theories and Thoughts Deep Dive is on the Exposure TV Network app, and I think all of them have. Drop. So if you've missed all the other episodes, you can watch the episode, the um, each episode of this season and last season. Just put in theories and thoughts, and you will find it. But hey, Zanae, hey. you, you okay? <laughs> okay. You. So today, you guys, we will be talking about narcissism. Yeah, I'm so sick of people saying that word, and I think a lot of people don't understand what that word means. But let me tell you something real quick. Funny, funny stuff. So I, if I see somebody, I'll hit up Fancy and be like, oh, Fancy, we should have them on the show. Uh, Fancy, have you seen this person or this and the third? So I did that with one of the covers. And she was like, Anya, she's one of our covers. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So I hit her up. Did I did I hit you up? I don't think I had hit you up um, yeah. yet, Fancy. So I was about to hit Fancy up. And tell her that we need to have you on the show. Although I'm the one who sent out the emails, Danae. You have to understand this. And I was like, I had um, it was something about I seen a post about suicide prevent suicide thing mm-hmm. that she's doing. And I was like, oh my God, we need to have her on the show. Oh my God, she looks fabulous. Well, she's talking about this in the third, but I never got a chance to tell Fancy. Mm-hmm. So then you liked the page, and I was then like, oh my God, she liked that. <laughs> oh my gosh, you like the IG? Oh my god. <laughs> I went and looked and said, she won our guess. That's <laughs> I'm glad that you were so excited about that. Like that made me feel so good. Like, oh, she was excited for me. Like, oh that Let made me, me feel good. I needed that today too. One of the things that, that we pride ourselves on with this podcast is to bring on people who know what they're talking about, intelligent black people. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we have a lot of black women and we have a lot of black men, but I get excited when we have, you know, that knowledge and getting that information. Right, and right. whenever I see somebody dope, I am all about it. <laughs> I don't have to know you. I'm like rallying for you. I'm cheering you on. That's just me. So, yeah. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you. I got that out the way. We have Zanae tonight. Zanae. Please tell our customers, our customers, our audience all about you, who you are and all of that good stuff and why they need to listen. <laughs> they, just because I have something to say, just listen to me all the time. I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my name is Danae and I am an intuitive coach and spiritual teacher. And I basically just ex- teach everyone about Um, what spirituality is, what a spiritual awakening is, the different processes of a spiritual awakening. Um, I talk about doing shadow work, um, 
I guide people through the process of like inner child work as well. Um, and I just uh, really enjoy helping heal people from their traumas um, because of my own experience with working with those who are narcissistic. Well, let me be clear. I was married to a narcissist and it seems like I've always dated them, not knowing until I was in the midst of the situation. So I'm pretty much an expert on that as well. So I thank you guys so much for having me on the show today to speak about, about all of that. Sounds great. So my first question is, so we can get a baseline. What is a mm -hmm. narcissist? Oh, it's, it's someone with a personality disorder. Um, who at a young age had a traumatic experience and they have developed this personality to protect themselves from other people. So I'll give you an example. Um, someone who might have severe um, like abandonment issues may have developed this type of personality to protect them from being hurt again from people that they love. And depending on who the person was that abandoned them, then they're going to have that reaction towards um, people who come, in come into that similar capacity into their lives. So if it's, um, say, um, fancy, if your mom abandoned you as a child, right, and you are now um, at your age as an adult, now you're a narcissist, okay? So what would that look like? That would look like um, any woman who came into your life who was like a mother figure or even a friend, um, you would you would make them think that you cared, but really you didn't. And it would be through a quick manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. That sometimes will blind people, they'll get blinded and not know that they're truly being manipulated. And you'll be able to then um, for lack of better terms, you could control them through that manipulation. Um, or um, if it's, uh, or even someone that you're dating, you would do it to them through in that capacity. Even I've seen narcissists where they were the similar with their children. So it really is just what type of trauma it was is going to determine how a narcissist will react to certain people. So a narcissist manipulate, they act like they care. What are other traits of a narcissist? I'm, I'm really trying to learn. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's start kind of from the beginning, right? So from the beginning, a narcissist will, quickly rush into a relationship with someone and they will start with love bombing. Oh, I love you. I think you're so beautiful. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I've never met someone like you before. You know, they're very quick to introduce you to their children. If they have children, very quick to introduce you to family. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now you're sitting at, you know, on cloud nine thinking that you've met this terrific person, but really that's the beginning of like, the the love bombing and then maybe even some gaslighting right what the what and with that i like to call it like guerrilla warfare right where you tell someone oh you're so beautiful but and then you give them like a, a, a negative side jagged 
jagged uh, jagged knife into into the gut, right? Uh, compliment. So a backhanded compliment. Um. So once they kind of have you under under their spell, and you're truly in love with this person, then what will happen is the manipulation. Let's say you and your girlfriends want to go on a trip. And like a week before it's time for you to go on the trip, that narcissist is going to start arguing with you. Okay. And they're going to make it seem like, why are you leaving me? Why are you abandoning me? Um, Why um, can't you just stay home? Why do you have to go out with your girls? They're they're nothing but hoes, right? I don't know. Can I say that on here? Yeah, girl. You know? Okay. Get ass, you good. Right. So <laughs> they're gonna make. So they're gonna try that manipulation to make you feel bad. Oh, now oh he doesn't want me to leave. He doesn't think you guys are my friends are good for me, even though they've been in your life for years and you just met this sucker like three weeks ago, right? So, anyways, <laughs> so um. Then after that, with that part of the manipulation, then they'll also do something which is triangulation. All right. So now you've met, you're at this the part of the relationship where you've met the family, you've met the kids, right? But now, let's say they're like, oh, well, my mom said this about you. And then they never allow you to go around the mom again right for a long period of time so now all you're hearing is um my mom said this my mom said that my mom said this she doesn't like you da, 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 da. but you don't know mom's phone number and your partner is now not allowing you to go around mom so that you can have you know a, 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 a understanding or try to figure out what's going on like you know um so that's another a part of like tri- that's considered triangulation mm. so there's three people in the triangle, but they're all separated, but they're still connected to the person up here. Right. right? Okay. Um, what else is a trait? Oh, they, <laughs> they make, they might even be people that are like very huge in like philanthropy and might do a lot for the community and will have people thinking that they are like, the greatest thing since, I don't know, buttered bread with sugar on it, right? But really at home, this person is extremely, they might not be physically abusive, but they'll be mentally abusive. They'll be verbally abusive. It can become so bad where you might even just have, you might start having anxiety attacks thinking about them coming home. Um, what else? Girl, it's a, <laughs> it's of- a lot. Listen, I was about to marry a narcissist. Oh. <laughs> All these things you said, I'm like, whoo, that was a him. Right. Really? You you dodged a huge, a huge bullet. Um, <laughs> and especially if, if it, uh, and you have to take into consideration all the people who have married narcissists, whether the narcissist is a woman or a man, and if that person has money and if they have children, going through the divorce process can be so long for absolutely no reason other than the fact that the narcissist now sees that you're pulling away and they no longer can control you and they um are trying to make it so that you basically give up and either come back or if you're fighting for the children that you just give up and you give them the children But then keep in mind also that when they have their children, which is so sad, and I don't mean to laugh, but it's like kind of ridiculous. With their children, 
they're even if there's multiple kids those are going to be that one that's like the great and all divine child and all the other kids are kind of pitted against each other right and mm-hmm. then but then the great one divine child is the one that like gets the sideways blame for everything wrong that's going on it's it's a cluster it's a cluster of just horrible treatment and it's really really sad and unfortunately a lot of narcissists they don't even see that what they're doing is detrimental to the people's lives that 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 they're involved in and they don't even um they don't see it and they don't even realize that it's causing so much harm um they just think that what they're doing is totally normal because to them in their minds and their and within their grandiosity what they're doing is normal what they're doing is something that they've created so that they can protect themselves from ever being harmed. And they do that most of the time with people who love them the most, because those people are the ones who could hurt them the most as well. Wow. (laughs) That was a lot. That was a lot to digest, a lot to understand, because I always hear people saying, oh, he's a narcissist. You know, Kanye West, they, they, everybody calls him narcissist. Mm. And yeah. um, <laughs> like, at first I was like, it's mental health. But then I'm like, well, not it, saying what this is. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like somebody put it in, in words today. It was like, while he's dating this white woman, this other white woman, he's steady talking about how he going to hurt Kim's boyfriend. Like, yeah, and it's, it's so crazy. So that's that with that. That's a narcissist that we see out in public. Right. Yeah. So with, and I was just talking to one of my girlfriends about this today, that whole situation with Kim and Kanye. Now this is just my opinion. Okay. So really quickly, um, in my opinion, I do believe that the Kardashians do practice some type of spiritual spirituality where they are able to gain control of people and get exactly what they want. Okay. Hmm. Um, nothing's wrong with practicing that, but then they also may have not have been very careful. So let's say with Kanye, because he has admitted that he is diagnosed with um, um, a mental health disorder, right? So, um, but yeah, bipolar, but he's, he has admitted to having that, right? And now he seems to be having also his own, like, come to Jesus moment and, and spiritual awakening. So here's this man who Um, may not be taking care of his mental illness, but also he's coming into his divine self and it's beginning to clash. And so what I see in some of his um, social media posts, it is extremely uh, manipulative and narcissistic-like. He is making it, it, it's coming out bad for him only because he does look like he is um, not necessarily threatening Kim Kardashian, but like he's harassing her. But then at the same time, we have to go back and think, oh, remember when he said that, like all these things about like Amber Rose, how he had to take all these baths after, you know, just to lay next to Kim. And now he's getting now he's divorced from Kim and now he's saying all this crazy stuff about her and how she's dealing with the children. So it's kind of like he's trying to pit people against her and but all we see is him doing the craziness and it's not really looking good for him, you know? Um but yeah, he's coming into his own divine 
um, understanding and maybe trying to get away from that particular type of lifestyle, but it's not coming out right because he has unhealed mental health situation going on as well. Right. So, um, and I just want to kind of acknowledge some of the comments too. I see that Monique said so true earlier um, when you were first describing the narcissist as well as Bettina said, wow, so true. And then Monique also said, yes, it is. My son's father is the ultimate narcissist. So initially you did say though, that um, it is a disorder. When right. It's a personality disorder. It's, it's something that can be diagnosed through the DSM well, all of them. What are we at now? DSM-5, DSM-6. Um, that's the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. Oh, um, it's like, like, girl, what is that, sis? What's that, sis? So it's, it's basically the Bible of psychiatry and psychology. And you can open up that book and be like, oh, I have um, this, like, if you have a certain trait, you look it up in the book. And then you can see what you're, what you could possibly be diagnosed as. I mean, fun fact, they used to say that premenstrual syndrome was a mental health disorder. So women who showed symptoms of pre, pre, like having the premenstrual syndrome, they'd put them in the hospital. But, you know, we know that that's not true anymore. That's just hormones. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> Are you <laughs> So yeah, so in this manual, it's in there. Um, and really the only treatment that they have for it, um, from what I recall, is um, cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's where you go and you see a therapist and they, and they walk you through the steps and teach you how to, um, how your thinking and your behavior are, are out of whack or, and they try to put that all back together for you so that you're thinking in a more um, empathetic way, and you're behaving um, in a similar, in a, in a more empathetic way, where you're not doing everything as a narcissist just based off of trying to protect yourself and understand that there can be people out there who really do care for you. And then you can also um, use that therapy for healing for whatever. Um, traumas you have gone through, um, similar to like PTSD um, therapy in that regard. Okay. I, I know I, I said a lot. I'm sorry. And no, I, but it all makes sense. And actually, I wanted to ask, so a person could be a recovering narcissist. And y'all actually have to hop off the camera. Um, I know this is not normal, but um, sorry, got something going on. So I'll just ask my question when I come back. Um, if that's okay. Okay. All right. So in dealing with narcissists, so it's something that can be treated from what you say, but it's again only be treated with a therapist. Correct. Um, well, OK, there's a whole lot going with that question. Okay. So, yes, if you are diagnosed with narcissism and you truly believe that you have it, go seek therapy. However, in some cases, it could also be certain um, attachments like spiritual attachments and I'll say this okay um, sometimes we will receive different attachments from our caregivers okay so let's say for example you um, your, your, your mother while you were in the womb has some type of an attachment when you're born, that attachment can still be 
with you always, oh, wow. right? Unless you go and get a cleansing. So sometimes if you look at it from that perspective, sometimes within spiritual, um, what's the word? Um, oppression, mm-hmm. then it, it's a little bit different. It's more like there's another entity kind of like controlling you and what you're doing and your thoughts. It's similar to the idea that people who have certain addictions, it's because of certain spirits, right? So um, if someone is an alcoholic, they would say, oh, they might bring up the fact that, well, maybe they have an attachment of the, um, the like the Muslim demon Al-Kul. That's where we get the name alcohol from. Does that make, I want to make sure that I'm not speaking to no, you okay. All right. So yeah. So it, there's so many because psychology and spirituality are so close because psychology is the um, study of the mind and how our mind is so connected to just the divine source as a whole. There's so many um, connections and there are so many um, aspects that are similar from within spirituality and psychology that sometimes um, looking at the whole, the holistic approach to everything um, makes things a little bit easier when it comes to treatment for those with um, personality disorders. Um, Even if you want to like deep dive into other mental health diagnoses like schizophrenia, it's there's theories about that. Some that schizophrenia could also be a, um, spiritual oppression Mm. okay Okay, I wanted to circle back I'm kind of just you know jumping into which I was saying now but circle back. so you can be a recovering or you know like a transformed narcissist you know like that has happened like will it just like stop well after um going through what what did you say was cognitive uh yeah cognitive behavioral therapy so CBT Uh I don't, I honestly don't think, like, I think someone who's a narcissist will always be a narcissist. They just have to try a lot harder to not have those same traits, right? It's just like someone who is addicted to some type of particular drug or alcohol. For their whole life, it may be a challenge, right? It may be something where they have to uh, reconfigure their day so that they're not going by the liquor store or they're not, you know, having to walk past, you know, uh, Jojo's house to get whatever they need for the day. You know what I mean? So I think it's something that they always have to work at. It's something that they really have to, uh, impress upon like their daily lifestyle so that they are continuously growing and trying to heal from whatever caused it. Um, so yeah. Narcissism is definitely something where you're, it's, where you would be in recovery for potentially f- until, you know, forever. Um, okay. So <clears throat> can you give us some tips on like, if you're dealing with a narcissist, are there tips? Run if you can. <laughs> okay. So these are the red signs. Okay. The red flags, write them down, take a picture record this and so that you know if you are um okay i want to say ladies this is something that you need to look for um 
But if you meet a guy and like within the first week, he starts talking about marriage, not just like, oh, are you thinking about getting married? Or, you know, if you were to get married, you know, what are what are you looking for in a, in a partner? Not like that. More just like, oh, I love you. I've never been with someone like you before. Um, I would love to be with you for the rest of my life. That's a red flag. Number one, baby, you don't know me, right? Why do you <laughs> want to marry me today? See, that's just, I would say that. I'd be like, you don't know me. Please step away. Right. Please leave me alone. Bye. Like, you're weird. Like, yes. if you know. Right. So that's definitely a red flag. Another red flag would be, you know, if you were to ask, within like the first couple of weeks, well, why aren't you dating someone? If they're automatically, if the, if the first thing that they say is, oh, they're crazy, right? Then you need to question, well, why are they crazy? Why is your ex crazy? What did you do that made them crazy? <laughs> right. Right, because you weren't, because I'm pretty sure she wasn't crazy like her whole life. They, you know what I mean? Um, another red flag would be even something as small as if you're dating them for a while, and you are around their children and they say to you something like, I don't want you to have like the phone number to their, to my kid's mom, even though you're with them all the time. Like if there was a medical emergency, that's, that's, that's a part of the triangulation, right? Keeping you separated from everyone that you potentially need to be involved with, especially if there's children involved. So that would be a red flag. Another red flag would be even something as simple as um, them not wanting you to ever go out with your friends. Like them wanting you to be up under them or them up under you, them not wanting you to go out. Um, them trying to like immediately change who you are. You know, like they don't want you to wear your hair a certain way. They don't want you to wear your clothes a certain way. They don't want you to wear makeup anymore or or the opposite. They want you to do all these things to control you. It's all about control. It's all about the essentially the mind game and for them to for their goal is for them to make you think that you cannot do anything in life without them. So those are just a few red flags. I'm pretty sure there's like a thousand gazillion more, but it really just depends on your particular situation. But at the end of the day, just always, you know, listen to your, in, your intuition and your gut feeling. Um, um, and if something doesn't feel right, then it, it really doesn't feel right. And you probably shouldn't be in that situation. Okay. I know one part of um, I thought it was narcissism and impact. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know them. So elaborate. Okay. So I am an empath and basically what an empath is, is just someone who is hypersensitive to the emotional vibration of other people. Right. So um, there's different types. There's empaths who um, feel, can feel the energy of people, animals, the earth, um, different things like that. Um, So I'm, people and and animals but primarily people um and so the attraction between the empath and the narcissist is basically that the narcissist they have their own abilities as well so they're able to sense when people are really good people when they have a very 
open heart and they're extremely loving. Most empaths are like that. Um, and we see the good in all people first, right? Which is, you know, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Sometimes we, we miss a lot, right? Because we just want people to be so good and honest and loving and caring because that's who we are too, right? Right. So the narcissist sees that and they basically will mirror that uh, energy that the empath is giving off. Um, so it's once they've mirrored that energy and then now they have the empath thinking that, um, that they are the same, then the narcissist can kind of start letting down their, their, um, like their mask, okay? And so as they're lowering the mask, the empath is still thinking that the mask is up high and that they are really who they are or who they have shown themselves to be. Um, but that mask is continuously coming down. And so as the mask is coming down, now the impact is like, well, something must just be wrong. They must be having a bad day. I can heal them. Stop right there. <laughs> as, soon as, you, as soon as you start thinking, oh, I can make them better. That's right. when you need to stop. You just give up. You just give up because that's not how it really works. That's not reality. Like, it doesn't matter how many unicorns and rainbows you see sparkling in that person's eye. It's not, that's not real. That's just another part of the manipulation and the control. So now you're steady trying to figure out what's wrong with this person and why they are doing what they're doing when really you need to just be running away. And so you're giving them all this energy. You're trying to take care of them and heal them. And now you can't go anywhere because they're not safe or they're not feeling good about what you're doing, even though they are not involved in any of it. Um, so that's how that kind of works with the empath and the narcissist, um, why they're so um, toxic. They're essentially, they're toxic for each other, but um, it's just something that is unfortunate and it happens. And again, that's another part of the whole like spiritual aspect of all of it is because it's just energy. It's energy mimicking energy. And there's one person who energetically is a healer. So that's the empath. And then there's the narcissist who needs healing and the empath can feel that. But the narcissist really can't accept that healing because they're still trying to protect themselves from whatever trauma they have from way back when they were six, seven years old. Right. It, it's so funny because um, I realized I was an empath when I was an adult. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I remember when I first started working for the bank, this girl used to say, Anya, you can see the good in others that they don't see in themselves. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and my mom has always called me a healer. She's like, you have this healing energy when you pray, just different things. You just, it just feels better. But right. I can literally be having a bad day and not understanding why I'm so tired or so emotional. And someone will call me and say something. And I'll be like, I'm feeling you. This is what yes. I'm doing this yes. way. Like yes. I was so, I would be so drained and I, and I wouldn't even have talked to them. So right. I think for me, it's actually people. It's definitely people. Yeah. Because, and it becomes a lot because you're trying to figure out why am I in this mood? What is causing it? So I try to keep 
positive things around me. So whenever I start feeling those ways, I'm like, okay, I have, I'm up here. So I yeah. have somewhere to go opposed to starting down here and nowhere really to fall. And then you're just in a deep depression because you're trying to figure out life and right. it's even you that you feel and it's somebody else that you're feeling. Can I, can I suggest something to you to help you with that? Uh-huh. When you start feeling other people, when you start feeling emotions and you're not really sure if it's yours or not, take a moment. And even if you can be by yourself and kind of just evaluate, I don't know if you already do this or not. So stop me if you do, but just evaluate, is this my feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Um, is it even logical that this could be mine? Right. And then look around if there's people around you um, and think, okay, it could be theirs. And then imagine that you're closing the door to your heart. Okay. Cause most, a lot of the times, um, the, <laughs> a lot of the time the energy will get stuck in your heart and then it manifests throughout your body. So you can do one of two things, close the door to your heart or imagine there's a back door to your heart and just kind of, um, think that as these energies are coming on you and you start, your emotions start to change, push that through the open door in your, the front of your heart to the back door and then let it all out. And then you can keep those doors open just so that you won't have that cycle again. Um, and it, it's helpful, but you just have to remember to also uh, do like grounding work. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's basically just making sure that your feet are planted to the ground and that you feel yourself connected to the earth so that you're not kind of going all haywire and all, and all of that. But um, if you're a person who likes to meditate, that's definitely something that could help you. Um, yeah. Thank you has introduced me to meditation. <laughs> Actually, I'm listening, though, as you're uh, telling her what to do tonight, because I've just um, I was talking to someone the other day and, and something about I was just saying how I pick up on my daughter's emotions a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I realized that because I started realizing that what I was feeling wasn't making sense. So it's just crazy to hear you say that, because that's kind of like what I've been going through as well, you know, just trying to figure out how to better deal with this. So I like that idea because um, normally I've just been kind of like realizing it and then trying to turn it off, you know, because I realized those aren't my emotions. That's just what she has going on. And she's a teenager, so she could be very dramatic. So, you know, but you're also mom though too. So you're going to be connected because your bloodlines are so close. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And so let me ask you, can you also like hear her thoughts or do you ever like hear her calling your name and like she's not really or she's not even around no i don't think i've ever experienced it yeah okay so i was gonna say if you have that then you might have the gift of telepathy and if you do then that could also be a reason why you can feel her emotions beyond the fact that you're just mom and moms Mm -hmm. always know so (laughs) my issue is this i have pcos so with Mm -hmm. pcos that's a hormone imbalance and sometimes i just get moody (laughs) out of the blood out of the blue and just be like why am i won't be bothered with none of this so Um, i will have to that was good when you say evaluate the feelings and close the door of your heart like that was really good because i'm like okay now i can kind of evaluate okay did i eat something that's causing my hormones to go off of a ripter or did something happen that triggered something Mm -hmm. and that's another reason why i'm very conscious of my triggers and 
eating too much sugar and just different things. Yeah. Like, all that can send me into a depression or whatever. So, yeah. or make me just moody. And I'm like, why am I moody? I also, something else I've learned is music. Yes. Okay. So I used to work at a, not the bank I'm at now, but another bank. And every morning I would listen to many men. This That's how long ago this was. Like, like many every- men. Many, 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 many. That was like yeah. that. Wish that upon me. <laughs> yes, 56. Oh, she heard. She heard over here. Okay. So I used to listen to that. And then I realized then at that young age that music cha- turns me into, you know, like it, I can feel yes. all that energy. Mm-hmm. You be, become a gangster real quick. Listen, be, be mad at everybody. It's <laughs> like, yeah, y'all. Oh, you're trying to get me, you know? So <laughs> I just have to be mindful of what I take in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, my eye gate, my ear gate, and even my mouth. You know, yeah. I, I really have to be um, really in tune to that. So, yes. Um, <laughs> Danae, do you have any final things that you would like to tell our audience that we did not touch on today? Because I was like, what has impact got to do with narcissists? And I just went with it. I was like, we just going to figure out on this on this podcast. So, Danae. Oh, well, um, well, I just want to thank you guys for having me on. And then I also offer intuitive um, tarot readings I'm doing for individuals and couples right now. So if you want to go to my website, which is uh, www.denaynicolecoaching.com, and you can schedule your appointment. I do readings on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Um, I also run a group called the goddess revival it is on facebook um so it'd be facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash goddess revival and in that group i teach about um spirituality and spiritual awakenings um and you can just come there for like your like all stop all shop stop for everything spiritual so okay as she said her um Website is D-E-N-A-Y-N-I-C-O-L-E, coaching.com. You can find her on social media at Danae Nicole Coaching. Again, it is D-E-N-A-Y-N-I-C-O-L-E-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G. That's for the people who are not um, on our audio listeners. So thank you so much. You have, because I always hear about narcissism, I'm like, what is it? I was foolishness. 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 Okay. It's foolishness. They all all need to just stop. Just stop. Stay at home. Don't come outside no more. We're good. We're good out here in these streets. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you. That was good, honey. (laughs) I I didn't put her, um, trying to put her group name in here correctly. This that is not how you spell revival. Okay, I'm struggling, y'all. I'm gonna get it right. You want me to tell you how to spell you? Know I can Google it. Uh, I am not the spelling beat you. Revival. I think I got it now. Okay. I think. Okay. So if anybody's looking for the group, there there it is now. It should be. <laughs> okay. 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 So that was really good. Um, if you need to contact her. Her stuff is at the bottom right here. I don't know what's wrong. Like when you put her on, 
I looked like I was washed out. Like my face, like I feel, I look pale to me. I don't know. I didn't see it. You know, I'm very, and this lash is giving me the blues. Anywho, I have on bougie shirt today. One of my good girlfriends. Um, it is her shirt. Um, bougie. I'm about to. I forgot to pull up her um her thing. Her um Instagram. <laughs> Give me one second, and I can tell you where you can get your bougie shirt. It's um I'm bougie girl. I I am bougie girl on Instagram. Her website is bougiegirlworld.com. You can get your bougie shirt because I'm bougie. Don't forget, you can find us on um, Instagram at The Reason Thoughts Brand. You can find me at www.ladyceo.com. Clubhouse, which I haven't been on in a while. Lady CEO and Lady CEO on all platforms. You can also, if you have any questions, comments, you would like to be on the show, you can email us at theories and thoughts, theories and thoughts at ladyco.com. Fancy, okay. So, um, I uh, well, the book that I co authored was released this week, guys. So, um, I'm definitely here if y'all would like to support. Um, it is called The Glambitious Guide to Self Love, Peace, and Confidence. And, um, my, my chapter is more so on self love and my journey discover self-love and um as always you all can find me on all platforms as fancy swagger and my link tree is fancy thoughts you can also find the book there you can find my um instagram guide there as well as scheduled consults whatever else may be needed and of course always check out the website at swagger.net and i think that is everything i I wanted to say Juanita, I forgot to say it when we were talking about the Super Bowl. Juanita called right. the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had the Rams will win, so shout out to Juanita. Um, look forward to her in the fall because she will be doing sports for us <laughs> in the fall. And maybe I can get her to do some more little sports things. So um, she's going to get her, her podcast and everything up and running. So if that's everything, thank you guys for joining us tonight. We appreciate that. Bonita say congratulations. And Monique say congratulations. Thanks, ladies. I was about to say that. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. I'm so proud of her, y'all. Damn, stepping out. Wait, hold up. Y'all see her reels? Y'all see my friend reels? She be doing it. I'm like, oh, I need to step it up. <laughs> oh, oh, y'all wanted to show y'all my shirt, though, too. I forgot. Um, It's by He the Keep. He that keepeth, it says, due to divine reasons, my light can't be dimmed. So, oh, I need one of those. Yeah, I saw the found him on Instagram. So, yeah, I need to give me one of them, honey, because you know, light cannot be dim. Tonight, I was having a bad last day. My hair is like egging up. I'm about to go lay down somewhere and be still. Anyway, you guys have a good evening. Some um, next week will be wind down, if I'm not mistaken. No, yes, that is. The 22nd. Oh, this is the 22nd. Okay. Sorry. I started first in my calendar. All right. Okay, y'all. Bye. Peace and blessings.